Like, right. how many black people did you really like? Not white black people. How many white people did you really see Tom Dubois around? His wife and his child. That's it. That's it. I mean, his wife, his child's only wife. That's literally it. And yeah, his like wife. the rest is just kind of assumption. Like, okay, yeah, he's you can't a assume that Tom only has black friends because the only people you see him hang out with is Ruckus and and. Brandon. And that's black people, but they're like yes. different people or whatever, right? So exactly. like, I'm taking issue with you saying like, oh, he's Tom tokenized. Um, and tokenized. I can right, because it's just like, I, I only see him around niggas and his wife. That's true. What up, everybody? It's the Well-Spoken Token coming at you again with another episode. Yo, it's so fantastic to be with you here almost at the end of the new year. You know, as always, I've got my brother with me. Say what up to the people, bro. What the fuck are you talking about almost at the end of the new year, nigga? It's fucking January, bro. I'm at the it's end like of the It's like almost new- over. <laughs> January is almost done. I was looking for the rhymes, man. I was like, technically, I meant the end of the first month of the new year. You know, it's, it, it, we're coming up on it. By the time the episode comes out, you're going to be like a week away. You're going to be looking at the stand. It's not going to be a week, nigga. No, 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 no. Fuck this, nigga. First and foremost, we're, we're doing this last minute as fuck. I'm going to have to crunch time the edit, and that's fucked up. But it's okay. I know you had a lot of shit going on. Yeah, man. You know, babies be bumping. Bumping babies. Babies be bumping. <laughs> that sounds weird. I'm not going to. Yeah, keep that. Fuck it. But as I'm saying, uh, we're coming up. It's almost tax time. Everybody's digging in their mailboxes in the bag. Is my W-2 there? Is it it there? I need that W-2. Calling your boss, checking in with HR. Calling old jobs, trying to get the W-2 from the (laughs) old job. Hey, man, I know I haven't talked to y'all in six months, and I left fucked up, but you know what? I need your help right now. Hey, look, I know I kind of fucked up the exit or whatever, but I need my W-2, my nigga. Uh, Yo, I got to get the tech situation handled, you know? Hell, she said I could claim one of the kids this year. Right. I got the baby social right now, so I was going to do it regardless. I was not even worried about it, baby. I was going to take that. I I was going to get that motherfucker regardless. Hey, there's plenty of people out there trying to fight for the kid's social security number right now. Mm. <laughs> hey, mm. look, whoever get the who get the W two first. Let's mm. quick drama. Let's play, let's, let's play W two roulette real quick. <laughs> let's play social security roulette real quick. Who filed first? Uh, <laughs> hey, look, yo, yo, I'll just say, hey, shout out to all you cousins out there doing motherfuckers taxes. All right, <laughs> right, know, right. right. I don't know if the I don't know if the rule is still like you can only claim two dependents at a time, but we gonna see. We gonna check it out because I mean we got five chilling. If we all if we married and we filing separately, then we can split them up. You're not yeah. worried about that. You're not worried about like uh, <laughs> having um, a file like as a as a as a married wait. person. So I've been thinking about that, but we're not doing it this year. We're gonna no, go of course, of course, this is your last year. Yeah, it's probably yeah. my last year too, low key. But I was, I, mean, about to say, you know, I was like, I'm thinking. I was like, nigga, you know very well. That once the bell start ringing, you know, everybody right. got. It's like, yeah, no, it's wedding fine. bells. Really, <laughs> I just want to. I'm not. I'm not. I didn't propose because I'm waiting for the for the. You know what I mean? Tax yeah, season. You know what I mean? The tax season. You know, I need that. <clears throat> right. But, uh, I don't know. I'm dumb. I don't know. Me if neither. It comes I was up like, more. I've never been married. All right. And when my parents were married, like I didn't know how they filed. And when they weren't married, I. The funny thing is, I learned more about the way they filed after they <laughs> after they. Yeah. After they fucking split, I didn't give a shit about y'all taxes because before y'all was. It became, it became like a who's taking what kid. Like you know, pops claim me, and then moms got you and the baby. <laughs> the no, 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 no. I know, I know the arrangement. I know the arrangement. 
That shit fucking wild. I was like, wait, hold on. Who's saying so the government think that I'm with him? No, exactly. No, 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 no. <laughs> no pops who claim the oldest and mom claim the other two. Yeah, shout out. That's not tax fraud. Yeah, right. I don't think it's tax fraud. I don't know what tax fraud is. We don't that. make enough money for taxes to be a problem. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, I guarantee the IRS isn't like, not a well-spoken token is not paying their taxes right. <laughs> what? He ain't what? what? Oh, he's shit. trying to get a tax I... credit. He's had a job the whole time. Don't get me wrong. It's, yo, <laughs> worse than a PPP loan is lying on them taxes, man. Oh, God. Like, it took me forever to figure out dependents and shit. It's like, what do I put in the fucking line, man? Is it zero? Is it one? Do I claim myself? Right. I'm my own dependent. So, therefore, look, once again, we're not tax professionals. We don't know oh, shit. Not. This ain't the tax pot. It's just tax season, you know? Second to Christmas. The tax pot. Second Christmas, as some people would say. Shout out to all you parents that'd be like, hey, look, it's time to ball out for my babies. We couldn't do shit December 25th. Here's a pair of shoes. <laughs> yes, sir. You know, now it's time to get out there. It's time to get out and about. But all that shit aside, yo, thank you so much for clicking in on the pod. Thank you so much for coming out to check us and spend some time with me and my brother as you, you know, work your way through this. So, like, yeah, I got to ask you, know, since I'm here with my brother, you know, like, how's your, how's the first month of, uh, you know, 2023 been for you, man? Like, I mean, you- nigga, you know, it's a hard month. You know what I mean? It's, it, it's a little rough. But uh, so far, it's been all right. You know what I mean? So far, I've been, I've been uh, handling my business, taking care of shit. One thing that's kind of like shitty is like uh, trying to reconcile like um, the I didn't make any resolutions last year, as I typically don't. Um, oh, boy, but trying to res- like trying to reconcile like, all right, well, here's what we did last year. How do we uh, how do we improve on that? How do we come up from that? You know, hey, like where do you where do you take the, the information that you gathered in that last year and try to like implement it in the best ways? I'm, I'm here for it. I'm, I'm a million percent. But right. I don't believe, like I stopped making resolutions like two years ago. No, no, I can't lie. I got to I, I can't lie because I did hit the gym like a, a two years ago. I was like, yeah, you know, New Year's, I'm a new year, new me type shit. Right. Uh, and but, I mean, I, I did start going to the gym a little bit more often, but it's just more so like, all right, man, you know, because like the past year, I didn't let my body get all types of fucked up because I was just like, look, man, I got bigger, better shit to worry about than my own not, yeah, not, not health. Like, I've been caring about my health more. But health like, is one thing. But like, as far as my physique, as far as like, yeah, the, the, fuck like the look or the way my body's positioned to other people, yeah, no, I get it. Like, right. it was not a situation that I was looking to necessarily like jump into. I again, me, I was like, once that two year, like two years ago when I hit the gym, I was like, oh, this is great, this is cool. I lost a bunch of weight. Oh, no, a bunch of weight. Like, like 10, 15, I lost 10. enough weight. Uh, maybe like I lost. And when you a weight. fat motherfucker, fifteen pounds ain't shit. I was looking at the scale like three hundred is a lot. I don't that want to be hundred. Let's get down. So now I'm 260, 265. Like I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much you do math, motherfucker. Like, I yeah. think it, like at the at the start of this year, I was like two eighteen. And then like September, I was like two thirty. And I'm back to like two twenty right now. So I mean uh, so yeah, yeah, like see, you got a nice healthy little median. Like I like yeah. to keep within a t- you know, ten to twenty. I mean, two twenty is still a fat motherfucker. I'm not tall. Oh, yeah, like no, you, big nigga. Like again, I'm not out here like, oh, you should just like you know, two sixties healthy for me. You know, like right. <laughs> like, hey, whatever makes whatever floats your boat to find your lost remote, you know. I yeah. I had a, a trainer that said that shit all the time and I was like, Well, I mean it, it's an Andre lyric. I know. It, I I never used to make that reference, but then she just kept making it. I was like, all right, it's whatever. Stuck. Fo- whatever floats your boat to find your lost remote. All right, <laughs> nigga. All right, we got it. We, we've heard it. But we've heard it. Being That's that whole I, world, bitch. <laughs> being that we didn't 
like make any new year's resolutions right it's more so like is it just like a, a motherfucking quarterly review you go in and be like all right cool like i'm just gonna like dissect the year because for me right without any resolutions being made it was really just like okay what did i accomplish all right cool what extra can i accomplish this year like shout out to the pod shout out to you we worked hard this year we have oh, we came up yeah we, no we, we came, came up like, this year we were we were hard you look at them socials we finally matched like i mean we, we back at like uh fucking pandemic numbers so i mean i'm yeah, happy about yeah. that we got people tuning in like they stuck at home like right, right? We, we, we consistent got- so at the end of the day yeah. like you know like when i look at the numbers or whatever i'm like all right cool we back to kind of where we were we Shout broaden out. the appeal you know what i mean things are a little bit uh widen the winds anymore because you know we at first i remember very well you know all the way back in the first two episode days it was just like all right we were very very concerned about niching down we need the nerdy niggas nerdy niggas that's where we're looking for because we were fine we were trying to look for y'all i'm so glad mm-hmm. that we found y'all thank y'all no we're glad that y'all found us because we were well, just we found them again first and foremost oh yeah excuse me i know we had a little lot la- the little lapse in the hiatus in the long period of time where i I'll let some of you guys, you know, wander off. But I'm so glad you found your way back. You know, I appreciate you. Right. You, know, you came on over to chill with us again. You know, again, I can't help but thank you guys enough. But I would love to see where the rest of the like where the rest of the pod is going to end up as like the years gone. Because like, look at the content that we've kind of extended up on. Like we've got TikToks, we've got short form videos, long form videos. We've worked it into a formula, right? Like I think like once you kind of start putting yourself in that position where you're like oh no i'm like i've got this down to a science really like it because consistency becomes easy right like it's it's hard to be consistent when you don't know what the fuck you're doing right because it's like if it's not working right but you're trying to be consistent and you just keep pushing it at the same way like it's not gonna it doesn't evolve right like consistency without evolution i don't know i'm like what's the, what's the i know i know what you're trying to do you're trying to make it snappy and cool of course but, uh, I, I like buzzwords motherfucker. if me i'm gonna try to put the spin on i'm gonna try to make it smooth like peanut butter man i want you to like it can't be smooth. Have, sometimes it's chunky you know? sometimes it's chunky you know my favorite peanut, peanut butter is chunky butter, but like, you know yeah. with the with today's like attention economy in the creative space it's a little bit harder i get yeah. it I mean, do you feel like every year niggas' attention spans getting lower? I'm just getting older. I mean, I, 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 it's changing a little bit. You know what I mean? As as I become less of a youth person and like gravitate more towards the old, you know, it's a little bit harder to uh, stay in front of niggas' faces and shit. But I think yeah. we do a decent enough job. I'm at the point where I'm like, I'm happy with the people that we get seen, like the people, the people that see our shit. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm. I've been excited about the fact that we've had like a very, like a varied amount of like comments and things like that. At this point, we have moved out of just like, oh, I'm not gonna say like again. We like just blown the fuck up. Like we're not like childish Gambino made it levels shit. But looking around, the demographic is beginning to change. There's an audience, man. Yeah. I'm starting to see all sorts of like varied niggas like, oh, yo, I'm here for the video games. Oh, well, cool. You know, I was here for the video games when I found out about some anime or like, you know, I'm here for the anime. But now I know about this cool show. Like there's a lot of like awesome, like interaction, interweaving that's going on here. And with that, I'm like, oh, man, like we we did all that shit to niche down. But like I feel like I found the fact that the variety has really helped us. Right. Like, I I mean, I I think the variety enriches conversations. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Like, people will listen and it's like, okay, whatever. Like, it, it, this is nice. And I think, like, in the beginning when we were doing episodes that were more geared toward, like, the audience that we had, which was really just people that we knew. Yeah, a very local audience. Thank God for the locals. Shout out to, Shout out to the locals. locals. They held it down. 
and now we're at a different place, man. A whole two, three years in, this is wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't think we're two years in. I, when when people ask me how long we've been podcasting, I've been ah, doing this shit. I say I about a year it. and a half. Because we've had to re, yeah, I get it. We've had to kind of reinitiate ourselves, kind of come back in and yeah. say, hey, like, let's rethink this. Like, you know, hey, we're gonna keep recording in the tin can. That's yeah, or are we gonna keep using the one mic and then splitting between yeah. each other? Then Zoom happened. I think Zoom really helped us out at the end of the day. Like, you know, what I mean, I'm not, a lot of niggas hate on Zoom. Yeah, I was like, I spent a lot of time talking about shit, talking shit about Zoom and uh, and the way that they were monitors. And I was like, you know what? You get what you pay for. Like, shout out. Yeah, we pay for Zoom. Like, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. well, yeah, it's not a secret, but like you need to pay yeah. for Zoom to have meetings over 40 minutes. So, yeah, if you want to try to like progress, it's like, OK, look, we got to level up. Yeah, there's, mm-hmm. there's little shit to that degree. I'm trying to give a nugget. I'm like, oh, there's got to be a nugget up here. <laughs> Maybe there's no nugget, man. It Who might knows? not be a nugget. I'm and like, and yeah. I think, uh, uh, like, with the whole podcast and shit, not trying to be too meta, like, off rip, but, like, not having to worry about, like, um, trying to fill the silence. Yeah. Has really helped out, like, not having to worry about, like, oh, who's listening, et cetera, et cetera. After a while, you just start to get to the point where it's like, I don't care who listens, man. Whoever listens is whoever <laughs> listens. That's why you do supplementary content. That's why you do long form videos, short form videos, because like why some people, people just show up for the clips. Some people just <laughs> show up for the fucking Instagram shit. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, like, you know, motherfuckers, there's only a select group of people keeping Long John Silver's open, man. Like, it's right. Like some- but they come every other like they come every week. So, I mean, yeah. And I'm like, hey, look, Long John Silver's say, kiss my ass. This don't shit is on the Long John man. Silver's menu. That shit. I right. That shit <laughs> is OK. Saying, Anytime that a motherfucker can serve you the bottom basket of a goddamn fried like, of a fry, of a basket of fried fish, but fried I, fish. I fuck with the fucking hash brown, not the hash browns, the uh, oh, the Chris, the Chris, the hush puppies, the hush puppies is all right over there. Hush puppies delicious, but I'm telling you, man, they just grab the fried thing, shake yeah, right, shake it out, out. give them the shake junk. <laughs> Yo, I had a homie that would get like it wouldn't even be high. He would just pull up on the combination Taco Bell Long John Silver. Shout out to y'all. That's a <laughs> sick combo, but I feel you. It's hey, it's a it's a real thing and be like, all right, cool. He knew some people inside. I need a quesadilla, chicken quesadilla, but then I need you to take the cracklings or whatever the fuck they're called and then splash them in there for right. texture. And they would serve it to him. I'm like, what the fuck? Look at you. The Look air in the sea or some shit like that. Trying I was to like, get the oh. trying to get the secret menu hack at the combination yeah, KFC say, Long exactly. John Silver. Scheme with the yeah. combination Taco Bell Long John Silvers. <laughs> nah, yeah. I like to give a little meta out. I like to give a little meta option, you know, right there at the beginning of the especially because if we're gonna be out here, you know, giving the meta, we're gonna at least give you a little secret menu. Be like, oh yeah, extra, here's the sauce, pay for Zoom. You need to do that. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying you don't need to. I mean, you can use Discord and whatever. But I think that like getting the uh, the MP4 from there and then being able to edit the MP4 audio as if it was a podcast and all that. Yeah, I'm, I'm not yeah, all that good sauce. shit. You, know, you go in and Fuck be like, the okay, sauce. Cool. I'm not giving you all the sauce. Yeah, just a little bit because it's the beginning of the year. You know who knows when wants to what new podcast is gonna pop up. You know, I, I I'm here for all the new podcasts that keep popping up. I'm here for people deciding to find some voice try to find like their area and space in the in in, in this you know economy in this ecosystem if you see shit you want to do shit go do it man that's the best thing about each new day every day you wake up you can do something new man stay true and nah, not for real i mean like if anybody asks like nigga, i just tell you start like that's yeah. the that's the that's the difference between you and niggas that ain't doing shit like it's starting 
Yeah, that's a big thing. And, and, and that's one thing I'll say. Is like, I think we've said it multiple times in the pod. It's just like, hey, the best thing that we ever did was just like sit down and start press, like press record. All of the awesome like, you know, background content and, and the plotting and the planning and the notes and the journals and research and shit like that wasn't shit until there yeah. was material action. I mean, but I think that that speaks more on our, our personal workflow than it does Absolutely. like on how other people do shit. Yeah, and I'm hoping that it shows. I'm hoping that it shows. I think it has shown. That's the I thing. think it shows. Now, with the demographic, right, getting a little bigger, right, with things changing, right, there's there was a I remember at one point when I started worrying so much about the perception, right, of trying to, like, make sure that, like, okay, I named the podcast The Well-Spoken Token, and I want to put people in the space, in the headspace of, like, oh, this is the perception of that individual that's in your friend group. This this is not the perception because I can't speak for every, you know, young black nerd or young black tokenized nigga, but, like, I wanted to try to put my my people in the headspace of like okay well this is how some how how uh, this is to give the perspective of that guy like you know i could be anybody that's why like it's not my name in the podcast it's like the well-spoken token and i try to like dive into all of that here but like the push for that made it to where i was trying to like i, I brought up niching really just because i was like i remember exact i was like visualizing a nigga in my brain and i was like okay cool like this is like fifth grade me he's like a little bit more hip yada yada um, I found I was like, oh, damn, I don't know how much I want white consumers to to get at this. Right. Because and this is not like a dig at white consumers or anybody that, that white that listens. No, to you do need our, white consumers. Like I was, I was about to say some of our some of our best listeners. Right. Shout out, you know, Tiff Lou. Shout out, uh, you know, hope, you know, hope a dope like you guys held it down. What's your name? You know, you guys have been at the pod for like ever. Right. So, but the thing was is that I, because you guys were local, right. I was like, okay, cool. I can trust that, you know, when they're listening to this, like they're, it's there for the right reasons. Right. Like I didn't want to become the boondocks, even though the boondocks is a hugely loved thing. Right. Like people it, it's widely accepted as a, like a masterpiece of a show for at least a couple of seasons. It, it, is, like, it is. They caught lightning in a bottle. But the thing was, is that to a degree, I like as a person that lived post post boondocks and had to go to school and deal with people, there were a lot of individuals that took that and ran with it in the craziest ways on both sides. Right. You know, black kids that took this caricature of an individual and said that this is my whole personality, you know, and then you have white kids that were like, oh, well, this is how niggas are. This is how niggas operate. Right. This is how this is. This is, or this is my primary interaction with black people. Yeah, this is my introduction to black people, and it's it's a show about characters. That's the thing. is It's a show about stereotypes, and so you end up with this weird ecosystem of people. I mean, hold on, I don't, I don't want you to continue on with like the the, the word stereotype because uh, I don't want to like like Boondocks is not a like yeah, and this isn't the Boondocks pod or whatever. We've no, not at all. It. Yeah, but like like these people are not necessarily stereotypes; they're caricatures of other, you know, yeah, like exactly. tropes in black culture. There's a character of a hotep child, you know, but they they embody a lot of different ones. Like there are episodes where you take these themes of of different, like, again, caricatures uh, and you start applying them to people like, you know, Tom Dubois gets to be not only the tokenized guy, but he also gets to be the Uncle Tom. He also Is he gets- the tokenized guy because because and I'm I'm now that like the now that the conversation is kind of developed a little bit more now that we're yeah. not in the same like bubble that yeah, we were okay. in in the beginning right uh-huh. during the cultural dissonance episode like right. how many black people did you really like not white black people how many white people did you really see tom dubois around his wife and his child that's it that's it i mean his wife his child's not even that's, wife. What, that's literally it and yeah, his like 
the rest is just kind of assumption. Like, okay, yeah, he's you can't a assume that Tom only has black friends because the only people you see him hang out with is Ruckus and and Grand. And that's black people, but they're like yeah. different people or whatever, right? So exactly. like, 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 I'm taking issue, not taking like issue per se, but like I'm taking issue with you saying like, oh, he's Tom tokenized Tom and tokenized. I can right, because it's just like I, I only see him around niggas and his wife. That's true. I mean, but like the thing is, what I'll say is this: we only see him around niggas and his wife. We don't know how him. This is some wild shit. We're about to get in the weeds about, but I was just about to say we don't know how him and Sarah's parents. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't how know how they interact. Like we don't know what is it is it fucking guess who came to dinner or is Tom chucking and jiving for Sarah's parents? They don't talk. And, to and by the way, Crystal was like mixed, right? She was mixed, right? We, we, Crystal. Oh, Crystal. you know what? I could give that. I could give that. Just, I, could, I don't think she was light skinned. She was, she was, she was running. For, she was, she was really light skinned. Bad than like, a motherfucker. But, but <laughs> you're not going to imply that the fact that she's mixed makes her bad. No, it doesn't. She was bad. It's the fact that she a thotty old thotty thot. And she was kicking ass at PlayStation. Right. That was one of my favorite scenes. Damn. This bitch knows she cheated PlayStation. Yeah. Also, why the fuck they didn't let Regina King get off an actual game? Like, why we gotta be <laughs> playing a PlayStation? But then the again, you gotta remember, like, you know, well, not you gotta remember, but you remember that, uh, like, PlayStation was still relevant at the time. Like, yeah, you could just say PlayStation and just be right. like, yeah. Because even like, when oh. I say PlayStation out loud, like niggas know I'm talking about. PlayStation. Yeah, I was like, yo, it's a game. You, she cheated the game. Like, it's yeah. like I get it. Like, she whatever game, game it is, doesn't right. matter what game it is. But right. I'm just saying that it's Bitch, uh, your game is garbage. This junk fine in the motherfucker. <laughs> Too goddamn fine, man. She leaving her panties out, just, yeah. just sitting around. Hey, shut I remember doing my fair my family's laundry. That was not fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's different. You don't do a random broad's laundry. It's true. She wasn't just a random hoe in the house. She was a random hoe in the house. <laughs> I meant mama. <laughs> Crystal is my beautiful baby. baby <laughs> Y'all are just jealous. <laughs> Y'all is just jealous. Y'all want to be happy. It, 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 and and oh. looking back on it, and I'm not trying to be like the nigga, like this ain't the Boondocks episode, but the Boondocks <laughs> is such a such a cultural. I mean, it's just an easy. It's an easy, not an easy out, but it's a comparison that's there for as far as like here's a prolific thing in black culture, right? Here's something that Aaron Magruder like poured his time and his thought process into and worked very right. hard. Over the that also exists in multiple mediums. Yeah, that's what I said. Multiple like, medium. It's a media. It's evolved. It was a comic book. Right. I'll over talk you. I'll just, you know, just, I mean, you know I mean? Once again, all, the difference between us beginning and us now is like, oh, if he's about to talk over me, you just be quiet and then you just yeah. drive your point home later. That's a little pod. That's a little pod advice, but go ahead. <laughs> Nah, um, but I was just saying, fuck, uh, about the boondocks is that because it, because it was a prolific thing in black culture, and this is something that I want to be, but not just in black culture, I want to be an awesome thing and prolific thing in media. Like it's something that I'm like, okay, this is one of the north stars. Like this is something mm-hmm. I can look at and say, I loved the way this was executed for the most part. I really dug the way that they put out their vision. I didn't necessarily like fucking always vibe with the way it was received, but you can't really you can't control that. That. that that's something that i learned from observing that that's really where it's I was also at. something i mean i would venture to say that like you can't control how people receive the work that you put out either yeah no I, that's I, what i mean i was like yo you can't i i learned that from them oh you really can't 
like you can't affect the way they want to perceive it, no matter how much you try to curate it, no matter how much you try to fine tune it, you know, pull out the ums and the ahs to make you sound yourself sound smarter. A little yeah. pod advice, a little pod stuff. A little pod you know, advice for you, nigga. <laughs> little pod advice. Yeah. You, know, <laughs> you know, when we pull out the ums, the ahs, the likes, you know, you just make yourself sound a little smarter. Believe me, there's another clip. You can just move it right there. Blam, right, blam. right, right, right. You know, right. make make conversation sound natural and shit. But uh you're always going to be at not at beholden to your audience because they don't necessarily affect your uh tell her i said bye to oh okay yeah yeah my girls just showed up so uh, what? she said put me on the put me on the pot put didn't. me on the camera you didn't Show say that who that is she who that is that. she never said Tell that. your girlfriend okay thank you baby <laughs> i spent four dollars and 25 cents at the <laughs> <laughs> and this is how it takes thank you keith lee Go back to what you were saying before we started this. Oh, uh, yeah. No, I was just saying that, uh, you know, I've got North Stars and I try to observe, especially when they had like a, either an interesting and weird reception or where they had like a crazy ending. Like, you know, take the Chappelle show, and, mm-hmm. you know, a situation where it was like, oh, dude, well, this is a lesson in business as well as like a lesson in like, you know, ethics and all ethics, that other shit, shit like that. Whereas like Boondocks is an et- like a, a lesson in like. I mean, I think Boondocks mm-hmm. is just as much of a lesson in ethics as it is. uh Definitely, like, everyone, you know, you have you have like again not the Boondocks episode. Yeah, <laughs> at this point, you got to title it not. The no, boondocks. no, no. But I mean, like, even if it's not the bon- Boondocks episode, like you can still talk about it without like going too far. No, I get like, it. off the deep end. But no, nah, like the perception, like you basically again with and and this is again not related to Dave Chappelle. But back to the point about the Boondocks, it was that it was a caricature situation, right? There was a that people were taking their perception, uh, either a black people or b like you know you yourself off uh, the artist or the creator uh, via these caricatures of the way they they chose to frame them. So like when I was thinking about the work that we're putting out, like you know the 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 pod and things that degree, the videos and like that, there was a lot of thought process way at the beginning about like the perception. Even I mean, not even just at the beginning, but like when we first started making videos, I was like, well, I want a podcast. I don't be taking seriously as a podcast. So if I make videos, then they're going to think I'm a YouTuber and I'm not a YouTuber, really. I don't want to be an influencer, blah, blah, blah. There was a lot of things. I was like, oh, well, now I'm going to be only a black influencer. And then, well, now I don't necessarily want white people to interact with this as much because I don't necessarily know if they're going to get it. Is that an actual thought that you had or is that something you're regurgitating that I had probably said once upon a time? It very well might have been the vice versa. That I, 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 I've always been fuzzy about how you actually feel about it. You know what I'm saying? So this is a prime time to oh, talk about right. it. Because there, there have been times we've spoken before about like um, like when you kind of like lay that foundation, lay that bedrock of like, hey, before this gets to like a bigger point, you don't necessarily want it to seem like a space that is primarily for like white people. Yeah. And there's okay, got- like there's nothing wrong with white people listening. No. Absolutely not, and I mean I don't think there's anything wrong with white people interacting. Like, yeah, no, I I don't I agree. I don't think there's anything wrong with white people interacting at all. But I do think that if the if the voice is too loud, it's gonna scare away black. Oh, absolutely. If the situation became a like okay, because again, like there's a reason. I was like, oh yeah, I'm used to this. Like you know, like look, my friend group. If I look around, like a good chunk of them, they're white. Like on a daily basis. So I'm like, okay, cool. I also have like you know. I don't need to validate that shit, but uh, I'm just saying that there's a great deal of white people around and they like watching my shit and they enjoy the things because they were enjoying. Well, the I mean, I wouldn't say it's validating not. it because like at the end of the day, like these are people that you interact with on a day to day basis. Yeah, I just don't like. You know, white people don't look at themselves as like white. No, right? they look at themselves as just everyday people. They don't they don't take that into account 
a lot unless it's put in front of their face. Like unless right. someone has like specifically labeled this as a black space, then suddenly it's like, oh well, I'm Why white. As a what white person, mean? I shouldn't show up here and like. Yeah, it's like, but the thing is, it's like, well, I should be able to be here. Things like that. No, you. I mean, it depends on the. It depends on the type of person you are. You know what I'm saying? Like me personally, if I go in there and I see like a country space, right? Because like you know, like. Mm-hmm. And I'm not. Who am I to? We're talking about character. Experience. The thing is, we're we're speaking really kind of about characters, the way people, are, caricatures, and the way people present or frame them. Like, especially when it comes to their content, right? I don't think that when white people do a caricature, it's never about a race situation. It's more so about the type of person. Like, you know, the caricature of a valley girl, right? That's a that's a situation that was like, okay, well, this is a character of a gym bro, or this is a fuck boy, you know. These are mm-hmm. these are just terms that like detail a type of person or a type of personality, right? But mm-hmm. what Boondocks did with their characters was it was no longer a situation of like, oh, this is the black person, right? These are this is the hood nigga, this is mm-hmm. the hotep nigga, this is the like you know, this is yes, the young the, gangster, this is yes, the, the young this is Uncle Tom, this is this the, is the uh, old man that had fucking every story and he was always with Martin Luther King. Right, like, this is the nigga oh, who forgot where he came from. This is the common nigga. I get it. This is yeah, exactly. So the thing was it was about like what you are framing and and exposing the fact that it was like, oh no, there's layers to this. Like, yeah, we mm. don't just have one guy. And so when I was coming forward with the well-spoken token, I was like, no, I don't want to make it like a a like exclusively black space, right? Mm-hmm. But the the people that I'm shouting from the rooftops to reach, right, are the people that felt like I did. Right. Or the people that had similar situations or people that have perspective on that, that want to discuss it or to want to get into it or or just people. And then from there, it kind of evolved. I was like, OK, well, once I met or once I kind of reached out to this set like of audience here or established myself amongst. Right. Like, once, I led, lay, once I laid that foundation, laid that bed, bedrock or whatever. Exactly. Then it was a situation of like, OK, you guys know me. I've I've put it all on wax. Like, uh, you know, you've got stories. I've got mom issues. I'm wilding on here. Like there's that I've I've covered the spectrum of a good chunk of my personal life. And you guys have a pretty good frame of like who I want to present. And also, like, maybe I, mean, I try to give a pretty honest thing. But like, yeah, like you, you've got a good framework of what the brand or not what the brand, what the pod is, what, mm-hmm. what, what we are, what this so show now, truly is. Right. Exactly. What the show is. And so now it's like, all right, cool. Well, now we need to start. You know, we're trying to level up. We're trying to grow. So here's some st- we're making supplementary content. We always wanted to do, like I'm not going to do a sketch show. I'm not a sketch comedy nigga. Like that just wasn't that wasn't my vibe. You know, I thought about doing skits and shit, but then it was like, no, you know, it would be cool. And we sat down, we talked about it. Worked. I was like, what if we, you know, because our angle has always been like, oh, we're kind of like broke. <laughs> like, so because we're not kind of broke, but we grew up broke. And so because of that, we had experiences that we didn't necessarily get to have. So it was like, mm-hmm. okay, well, let's go ahead and do a games I couldn't play because I was broke. Also, I don't want to give too much to that sauce because, well, we and, and you know, like with, when we came up with that, and I know we're not giving up too much to that sauce. No, I mean, um, we discussed it with the anime, so I want to make sure, like, when that episode comes out, like... Ah, true, true, true. Continuity, right. Um, Like, when we kind of came up with that idea at first, it was just like, hey, at the end of the day, I want to connect with whoever connects with my experience. And that's not necessarily, like, Black exclusive. Exactly. That becomes a... Because we we changed the... Well, not changed it, but we made the title Games I Couldn't Play Because I Was Broke. That's a universal thing. Because yeah, it's not called games I couldn't play because I was a nigga. It's yeah. games I couldn't play because I was broke. <laughs> games I couldn't play because I was a nigga. It's That's wild. fucked up. I know. I agree. I agree. But there were niggas that had games. I was like, all right, damn, nigga, damn. I mean, all right, yeah. Richard. Yo, watch Jesus. out. 
Right. Yeah. I and mean, it became a situation of like, oh, God damn, Quay, man, your mama got the income tax hard, bro. <laughs> There's six of you niggas in here, man. Of course you're playing a goddamn Xbox. Yeah, who would have thought? You know I mean, it's easy for you, nigga. Like, you know, you got like 12 niggas in here. You know what I mean? The world does the world dies tomorrow or some shit like there, there's no tomorrow. What's the which one's it? Tomorrow never ends. Tomorrow never dies. It was fucking the James Bond game that was like, oh damn. Ah, 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 fuck. It was <laughs> yeah. uh Tomorrow Never Dies. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. Either okay. way, it's the James yeah, it Bond game. And it's the one Ooh. nobody has. Yeah, with uh Halle Berry, I think was the yeah. Bond girl that year. Oh, whatever. Tomorrow never comes. Yeah. I don't give a shit. It yeah, I was like, it, it was really just a moment relate. where I was like, we all know that James Bond titles are convoluted and crazy. There's no right. need to try to remember. Give a fuck about James Bond, James Bond and their games. The only game niggas care about is Goldeneye. Goldeneye. <laughs> Even though, it, like, the one I enjoyed the most was the other one, the one on the Xbox. Yeah, the one that I was talking about, because that was pretty mm-hmm. fun. They had rocket launchers and shit. There was a yacht mission before Call of Duty. Is it had tomorrow never dies? It might be. <laughs> Damn. That might be. I might get on the list. I might have to play Jamal Never Does. It's like show you. Even like I played it. I did. I played it. Never mind. <laughs> hey, right. No, no, no. Keep it. Keep it authentic, nigga. <laughs> yeah, of course. I was like, oh wait, guys. Sometimes I think about games. I sometimes I want to play games that I did play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's not the premise of the show. And that's Tomorrow Never Dies. That's what it's called. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Was Was Halle Berry the motherfucking Bond girl? I don't think she was. It doesn't appear I, that she was. It was a black girl in one of the. In, no, in the, it was a black girl in one of them, but in this one, I, I don't think it was her. I got you. I was like, I was just checking in because I had to know. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. But uh, it's fantastic game. But these are little things where it was like, okay, this is a this is a universal experience, and so we can open up the floor. Oh, it was an Asian, I think her name was Wylin, I think. So. <laughs> yeah. No. Not. Not. I think definitely Wylin. No, it was. It was. But go fucking yeah. figure. Who I think cares? that's Chinese. I'm not gonna fucking Asian. <laughs> Stay general, nigga. Don't you start trying to name them islands and continents, nigga. Damn, islands and continents. Yeah, fuck it. They live on islands and continents. I can say that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Move on, nigga. No, get away from the Asians. You don't want to attack the Jewish. You don't want to attack the Asians. <laughs> Go fucking sink us before we can swim. But as I was saying, uh, <laughs> I was uh, I, I wanted to make sure that this was a uh, <laughs> that that when we made content, right, a supplementary content now that we were getting bigger, that this was opening the door for a lot of other people to integrate into this. Right. Like it was like, OK, now that we've got me, we've got to uh, establish the the, you know, the pod, the show. You know what? Here's the shit that I like. There's, you know, I was already telling you guys I like this stuff. I was already letting you guys know that I have these interests. And so, yeah, I told you, I'm, I'm, you know, sometimes you do shit as media backwards or socially backwards like start a podcast when you really haven't we aren't doing anything else but doing a podcast and you just have information about your life and a perspective Mm -hmm. we grew and i was like okay cool now there's a youtube channel now there's like now we're making videos like yeah, now we're doing things that we can like kind of use to, to connect yeah it's with progressed people. out of not just like oh this was a podcast and that is true it is a podcast it's now a podcast. it's a show it's a motherfucking show mm-hmm and that's what I'm like, oh, oh like, it- but I mean, even after like actualizing like what you're doing, like, mm-hmm. I still think it's very important to cognize your audience. You know what I mean, definitely. I'm not I, like, I, okay, yeah, you know, no, you, you like, I, it's just like. Now that I'm like older and I don't interact with like white people as nearly as much as I used to, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, like I, I see the value in like bedrocking. Culture, you know what I mean? absolutely. 
it's like important to lay a foundation of people that are going to come here and be loyal to what you're doing and like loyal to that experience. And I think that with um, and this is no disrespect to any white people, but like yeah. with white white culture, it's not rooted in anything but in like how you're personally invested. Yeah, you know I'm saying. Like, the loyalty comes from like the relatively to the the relativity to the story, right? Mm-hmm. If you're if you closely rely, I was watching. You know, shout out Trap Lord Ross, the nigga keeps putting out fantastic content. You know, white guys that I watch, you know, other than yeah, Adam Twenty Two, I like him. Yeah, he, he put out a whole two hour, two and a half hour documentary of uh, Eminem's and Kim, uh, <laughs> Eminem and Kim's relationship. You know, Kim, the chick that he was dating forever ago, and it was uh, it was so damn deep. But what I was saying is, is that like. It took him a very long time to get on, but once he did, the stuff that really like blew was all of the gritty "I'm angry" shit like that. I mean, you know, shout out our mom loves Eminem, and by proxy, you know, I like old Eminem. Yeah, I was, I was, I watched Eight Mile eight times. Like, you know, Eight Mile is a great movie. I don't know if she really likes Eminem, but that's beside the point. Yeah, that's again, we can't speculate on where mom is. Oh, it was '97, Bonnie and Clyde. That was a, it was a, a song that was heavily mentioned. As far as the uh, the documentary went, and it was really just about like it was a you know deranged shit about putting her in the trunk and you know telling talking to his baby and baby talking all that shit right. But it was like he was thinking it was gonna be in this small area of Detroit, right? He was putting it out and it was gonna get to her small area of Detroit. But this is the one that blew. This is the one that people were like really like interested in. Everybody on the radio wanted to ask about this particular song, and that's because there were so many individuals that felt this way or like that had these deep-seated feelings yeah, that never baby mama drama it. is universal nigga. exactly they didn't express it in this manner they didn't put it out in this way and it was polarizing it made niggas come through and say all right cool and then from there when he realized that shit was going off and then he got with dre like they bedrocked it they bedrocked slim shady like he made a he made an alter ego it was slim shady and he just kept pushing out like it was like okay cool I will speak if, the, like, if this is the people I'm speaking to then you know cool I'm gonna holler at them right and then once you evolve once you get past this once you've bedrocked these people and you've got them locked in and they're loyal then you know Eminem can do shit like the fucking uh, Slim Shady LP2 where right. the goddamn you can kind of like spread rehab. your wings a little bit more because it's not like I got people invested based off of this. This is like my bedrock. Yeah. This is the foundation. But this is, exactly. This is not just me, but the culture. I get it. Like, all right, cool. I can, I can establish a culture and a community around this. Mm-hmm. Like, I wouldn't. I mean, I don't even but know. But we've I, we've talked about that before. It was just like you got to be yeah. careful about like how you establish your culture. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and like in the beginning, we didn't really give a fuck. We would get drunk on fucking and we oh yeah, lit. But man. We would get drunk on fucking Mike, and we wouldn't really give a shit, and we would keep. Like certain no, be real mad, reckless with the words that we're using and the people right. that we technically. All in the, all, and at the time, we it was in the it was in the vein of like staying authentic. But at the end of yeah. the day, it's like it stopped it's, being authentic and started being like, oh wow, this might be like we might be starting to build a toxic rapport. Like mm-hmm. you know, it's like oh you know we, we the toxic pod and the things that that like kind of feed into the. Balance. I don't think we ever got to the toxic pod. No, definitely. Thing, I'm just that, saying that like I. See I think the, we were a lot more loose lipped about certain shit than we should have been. Definitely, but there's and still stuff like even down. now that like bites me today. Oh yeah, and I, I've said some shit that I'm like ah you know for three you know, I, I looking at back at it now like two years two years later I'm like okay maybe I shouldn't have you know positioned myself there, and that was the thing. Is learning to reposition yourself or like learning to like not pivot. Yeah, no pivot. Because once you see that, it's like, okay, this is starting to be a problem. It's like, oh, well, how do we make this change? And I feel like we have, 
Like we've yeah. learned to kind of. I think that's time. that's like an exercise in like being a podcaster. You know, what I mean, it's like, yeah, it's it's anybody can like get together and be like, all right, cut the mic on, and start talking. True. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's it's knowing what direction you kind of want to steer conversations and knowing like what you want to present to your audience at any given moment that kind of like separates you from being like a regular podcaster that talks about hot takes and all that other shit. Yeah, I mean, somebody that's going to be like, OK, well, I'm relying on the day to day trend, which I mean, shout out to y'all. If y'all eating, y'all eating. I mean, we did it for years. Bro. Oh, oh, yeah. We did no. it for like a year. <laughs> we did it for like a year. It's hot and fresh and anime. Damn, Demon Slayer right. just came out. New chapter, right? And it's just like that's cool, but at the end of the day, it's just like how 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 much is that going to live? Where can we like how far can you really take that? Right? How how much can you be on about all this stuff? And it it was it was a lot to you know kind of process, mm-hmm. especially like just learning. It was like okay, cool. Like instead of trying to break like come with some kind of current event you know trying to learn to come with like okay well here's a well thought out like perspective yeah here's what's gonna live you know here, here's here's something that i can give you that's not only like entertaining but here's something that's got some longevity that's gonna mm-hmm. say hey you know like you can think about it later yeah we, right. we love doing guests i think guests was fantastic i think like talking i think guests is still good i i, yeah, we, I would love, love to guests. like like now that i've kind of talked to the niggas that i would like to talk to Mm-hmm. Uh, curtailing that a bit, and we have been doing that for the past couple of weeks. Like, you know, what I mean, because yeah. the other day, like, I don't want anybody to think like, oh, this is the guest pod, and like, you know, like, yeah. In order for the true. episode to be good, you have to have a guest. Like, you have to have still... an individual there talking to you and things like that. Like, you can't communicate or show us or put on a show that's entertaining without having mm-hmm. some kind of new body or some new push behind it. You know, shout out to all you people and your awesome names and cool brands, right? Fuck, fuck with y'all heavy. Fuck with y'all heavy. But curating that audience, I think picking the people that we were like choosing the people that we wanted to talk to was mm-hmm. exceptionally about like, hey, well, who are we trying to add to the audience? Who are we looking for? Who are we trying to like not dog whistle, but like who are we trying to? Who do we connect with? Yeah. Who can we? That's exactly. It was like yeah, who, who can, can we can make we these connections with? with? Who can we right. do that with? And to a degree, like I remember this process as like a young man. Right. Like trying to find friends, like looking in, like trying to like observe people's behavior, doing like small social research to see like, oh, is this a, a, a dude that I want to like chill with? You know, dropping subtle references to see if like they you know laugh or shit like that. Right. These are the things like you do some social vetting over time. And like I always remember trying to position or like posture myself as like for a while. It was like I want to put myself as different than the others like i want to make myself like oh yeah you see me you see me a black guy i'm a larger larger black dude i don't want you to think that i'm gonna rob you i don't want you mm-hmm. to think that i'm gonna like put i don't you want you to see me in a threatening manner exactly. or i don't want you to see me like in a in a manner that's gonna like <clears throat> intimidate you exactly so because i realized that the same way i'm doing social vetting the same way i'm like observing your like of your behaviors and things like that i, I got to be aware that other people are doing so as well same with the pod like it was like you do these social vetting with your guests and things to that degree because the same way that you're looking at them they're looking at you like mm-hmm. when i reach out whenever you put a, a feeler out or something like that like i know very for a fact is like oh we're, we're about to get combed somebody's mm-hmm. about to go through this shit and go and go through this shit and see if there's something in here that they can't mess with something that they can't stand on or stand right. with I'm going to look at what you're doing with scrutiny because like, you know, like we might work together or yeah. I need to find a reason to not work with you. That type of shit. 
Exactly. So we made a bedrock of like we established ourselves as, okay. well, we are for the culture. We are young black males. We also you know, want to speak for people who felt like they were ostracized or on the outs. Mm -hmm. Right. This was this was the clear cut thing. And in life, I was like, okay, cool. I just want to make sure, you know, that I'm non threatening and that I'm friendly and that you can come up and talk to me. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to throw this. This is my safety net, right? This this is my safety net. I was like, okay, cool. Here's my, I'm going to flash you a warm smile. I'm going to try to be the nicest guy. I'm going to show you, hey, look, I'm connected to the culture. Like we always try to cushion blows when it comes to people and things like that. But it's, as I've gotten older and things like that, like I know we're less loose lipped with the pod, but at the same time, like I feel like my stances have become stronger. Yeah, so I mean, I, I, and I think that you added structure to your points. Like you're not yeah. nearly as willing to talk about things that you don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I will like, comment. Like I will. I'm not trying to comment. To open my mouth and show you that I'm a better. Yeah, you got better at talking about things that you don't know. Like you don't take as definitive of a stance on things that you don't know or haven't experienced or whatever. Or at least you're willing to be like, I I don't know shit about this. So yeah, thank don't God. take my word. Yeah. It, that, that's one thing I, I remember having to try to feel like I was the fucking I was like oh man I've got to be the be all end all about this information because mm -hmm. so many people are trying to give information and if I can just make sure that uh, nah, nah. and half the time you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about like I'm the type of dude that will try to bluster my way through some explanations right. like you know but ultimately like some people like look at these types of things like podcasts and other things like that because you know like podcasts now nowadays like not nowadays yeah fuck it nowadays they are like not the conversational medium that they used to be. Now people look at podcasts like as um passive entertainment or like well not even just entertainment, but it's just like this is where I get my information from. Oh yeah, this you is I mean the, this is the media news source. This yeah, is like this is media like that I use to like this is the smart media now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just like how books get that fucking connotation now, but like there's still books out there that are fucked up and like don't yeah, really like, explain remember, shit. Remember NPR radio? Like that was like okay, well yeah, yeah. you got you not discussion based, like conversation based shit. Like now, yeah. like people think this is factual. Yeah, it's I not. mean, like none of the shit that we this talk is the new about is factual. But you know, maybe yeah. I, everybody had a serious XM show. Then you know, this is the Foxhole. This is the Howard Stern show. This is right. you know, Common. Had, I think Common had a serious XM show. Like it was a yeah, lot of. I think he did. Yeah, but that this was this was a situation of people being more and more interested in long form conversations that were constructive and. Like yeah, long form conversations that were constructive and informational to mm -hmm. a degree. Like as long as there was a cre like if it was a creator or somebody like that that you like the their perspective is vastly different than they're ready to jump on and say okay cool like you can obviously tell a couple of stories and that people have never heard and right and they can glean their own um, understanding from it. Yeah, and not so much anymore. I I, I genuinely believe that people kind of like checking the podcast to learn things now and that's a that's a part of the process it was like hey look you know if i want to do if i'm a diy person like there's 80 diy podcasts that you can go in and check out like there if you're into video games but you want to know more about like the history of them there's a lot of people that break down history of video games and i in the process of looking at that i was like oh well i thought that maybe there was a hole there was i needed to try to fill it was like okay well the, i don't think there's a not a i don't think there's enough tokenized black kids that are talking about their or not just tokenized black kids but tokenized kids that were uh that didn't talk about their experiences right i didn't feel like there were enough people out here that were like okay i'm telling the story of like you know what it's like to be the 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 bit of pepper in the salt jar you know like there's at least a million of us and so i'm gonna reach out and i'm gonna try that shit 
I'm gonna see what they can do. I'll see what see what they're if they're willing to come out and vibe with me. If they fuck with me enough to try to like, you know, try to catapult me into the title of the creators, into the childish gambinos, into the, you know, I can't say Will Smith because Will Smith was always like an icon. Yeah, but but, but uh, no, 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 and, and you're not wrong, but like look at look at all the names that you had just said, right? Yeah. Like you got childish gambino, you got Will Smith. Um I don't know about Tyler the Creator because you know it's weird. Tyler right? the Creator's safe. Yeah, and, and I, I'm not trying to give the the shit too too early, but like they're all yes. black men or black individuals that have been deemed like, oh, it's okay to like them because like you know this they're like us. Like, yeah, this is like they 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 operate. They don't they don't exclude us. They like right. they're they're talking to everybody. You know, this is real stuff, not just that they're know. general or whatever, right? Yeah. Exactly. And I like all those niggas. I like well, except for Will Smith. I like Childish. <laughs> I like Tyler. I like all of the niggas, right? Yeah. Right. Um, I don't think you're trying to throw shade at the people there because we've already established that we like these niggas. Like, we, the, the show is a reference. We, we've we gone in about in, deep, in depth about the time that we've discovered, you know, we finally figured out who the hell Odd Future was. You know, mm-hmm. we, 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 we've given Loiter Squad their flowers. We've given all of them. Like, we, we can be open and real about, like, you know, how we feel about them in their, like, dealings with black nerds and black nerddom you know mm-hmm. I, I feel like we a lot of people like gerard let's look at like people like gerard Carmichael, things like that these are awkward individuals like you know hannibal burris exists in a weird space right like right. He's, a, he's another guy that's like i wouldn't necessarily position him to be the most like he, he's a safe intimidating he's a safe, negative type shit yeah, it's a safe bet to say that that guy might watch some anime like you know right that guy that's that, fair you know, well i mean since we're here and we kind of got here naturally um, did you watch any of the uh Gerard Carmichael uh Golden Special? Globe speech? Uh I've seen clips. I've seen clips right, like you know right. he, a lot he, of people he, hated he, what he had to say. He took a Ricky Gervais tone. No, I don't I wouldn't I, I wouldn't do that because this is this uh, is my point here. Okay. And we'll get there. But um he kind of got up there and said, like, I'm here because I'm black. I'm here because um you guys called me and you know there's not really a lot of black re- representation uh behind the scenes and in front of the camera and now that you got a black guy that's got like powerful um positions or whatever you can call black people and kind of look less racist right yeah and i think because he knew that he was going to go up there and be like i don't care i'm just going to make you guys really uncomfortable yeah his opportunity to kind of stick it to the folks by making the well like, not even cuz and i think that's one of the things the folks, but like, i know what you mean I know what you mean, but that that like for the people that don't know what you mean, I kind of yeah. want to speak on that. Definitely clear like, up. You said what? I said definitely clear it up, air it out for. Him. Yeah, because like, yes, he went up there to make people uncomfortable, but like, there's a reason that you need to be uncomfortable in this situation, right? I get it to expose something. Not even just to expose something, but just to make you aware of something you know what i mean that yeah. doesn't necessarily make you like like that doesn't necessarily mean exposing things yeah because i'm about to say a lot of times something exposed has to be hidden right but like mm-hmm. sometimes it's like but this, this isn't is, hidden this has yeah. always been there right yeah. and we always show up and we always like clap for the thing and like golden globes isn't really not that high profile of a thing no gervais went up there and he because he's a white man and he attacked class, the class situation. It was like that was his st- his stance was like more so about the fact that you guys are rich and you guys kind of like. Right. You guys are all the rich celebrities here. So yeah. like, you know, I mean, like I can take the piss out of you. Exactly. Nobody's going to say shit. 
Whereas, I, yeah, comparing it to what Gerard did, which was a situation of like, now you need to be aware that literally like this, this was all structured in this manner. This mm-hmm. wasn't like a they, this I, was presented I, to you. And yeah. I was called because I'm perceived as safe. I'm perceived yeah. as like, you know, I'm not going to do anything. And you can have like, you like, can have me on and like. It's I mean, these days it's kind of wild because since the slap heard around the world, like a lot of times it's like, well, who's... and I think that like with the slap heard around the world, I know we didn't talk about the Will Smith shit like last year because fuck yeah. that. But yeah, exactly. we yeah, I mean, like that. what one thing that people had seen for the first time was like Will Smith can be violent just like anybody else, not just a black yeah. man, but and he it can be even, violent. Like yeah, it wasn't even the first time he's ever like reached out and touched somebody like, mm-hmm. you know, he's not granted. It was stupid and like you should have just took yeah, that joke. I mean, the he's not getting any points. A black person, but he ain't like, getting also, no points from me about that shit. Like, right. I, mean, I don't think you were cool because of that shit. But I do think that like you going up there and doing that really kind of like sent shockwaves through people who just looked at you as the funny dancing nigga. That and suddenly, yeah, suddenly it was like the safety factor, right? It was like, oh no, not in front of everybody, not not. Not just standing, not not just sitting there in front of Lupita Nyong'o, just getting up and smacking the shit out. Like, yeah, no, it was a situation where he revealed himself to be just as much human as anybody else. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, snap, like we held him to a higher standard. We would never expect. Right. Well, you was one of the good ones. You was the special one. You exactly. was the guy. It's such an ignorant manner, man. That's the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. All right. You're fucking yeah. your hitch. You can't do that. You're, you're supposed to be uh, setting people up with Kevin James. The only people you smack is aliens. Right. That's you. <laughs> That's, and I yeah. think that with, with Gerard, like, I didn't think he was monologue was that good or like that thought out. But I do appreciate no. that he went out there and took a stance and like tried. Yeah. You know I was saying? like, hey, look, I'm going to I'm going to yell at you that the system is rigged or I'm going to show you I'm going to I'm going to try to like, here's the whole like, here's, here, here it is. Like, I it was just that the frame. system was rigged, but just like the system has flaws, man, like. You know what I mean? I'm here like the first time. Like I'm, the first, I'm here because I'm they deem me as safe, and like right. you're here laughing. And the thing is that I could almost say whatever the fuck I want to up here, and you're still gonna laugh and bullshit the right. same way because you, you don't want to like, make me look, or you don't want to make yourself like the first. Look. Ep- I, we're back to the Boondocks. It was like the first episode. It was like yo, Huey felt that standing up and telling all the people the truth, right? Yeah, you know, standing up and telling they, they were people riot and shit in the streets, right? right. But, at but the really, they just like oh, how cute. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, shit, I can just keep on saying whatever I want to up here. And they're just going to keep smiling and right. laughing. And ultimately, that's just a reflection of like, you're just not going to take what's being said. Seriously. Yeah. I was like, quite literally, I don't know if like you, you just take the clip of Huey telling the truth and Gerard Klimak up there telling them people that he's up here to tell them to shut the fuck up. I, I mean, no, I don't he, think he went up there. He didn't go. Up there. No, he, he, same, like, like, say he didn't necessarily say up. that, but I think. And let me misquote his ass real quick. But it was like he was just like, you know, it was was I getting to something to the degree of like you know i didn't know i was gonna have to tell you guys to shut the fuck up this much mm-hmm. this is different shit i'm like okay cool like this mm-hmm. is a situation where i think people still I don't, I don't know if people laughed there were some people that were laughing. there were people that laughed but i think after a while it was just like i'm not here to make anybody laugh i'm here to just kind of talk i'm yeah. here to like have a real one-on-one conversation with you and like what 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 kind of bothered me there was like they were like oh boo bring ricky gervais back bring bring this person back it was like okay so when somebody does their brand of comedy. Yeah. And granted, maybe it's not his, comedy, but who cares I, I, if it's comedy? Like, why does the host have to be a comedian? I've, why watched, do I, 
I've watched an hour of exactly why does the host? I because uh, people are like, oh well, we want to make sure that this is enjoyable all the way through, and so who's better to MC the situation than one person who can hold the mic and hold the conversation, like hold attention right. to people? So, but I, 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 granted, because and I think because Gerard came out as you know gay or whatever, they bi. suddenly added more. Hey, is he is he bi? Like did he did he admit? I, I think he's just gay. Who cares? Fuck. Okay. End of the yeah. day, but yeah. um. Since he came out as gay or whatever, like everybody was like, "Oh, now he's extra safe because he's black and gay and like black, gay." You know, he's got his own TBS show and he's been out there. Yeah. Not anymore. He's too. Shout out, shout out, Carl, Carl Michael show. You were yeah, ahead yeah, of yeah it's gone. Ahead of um, fucking, you know, I mean, like, okay, oh, yeah, let's let's hand that because he already did that and he would never get up there and and, and embarrass us. Yeah, or- embarrass us because, like, you know, we stand with him and he stands with us. Yeah, because he we're allies, and that's yeah. you know, people want to see him be allied. And we know he's a little irreverent, but yeah. you know, we definitely he's going to get up there. It's going to be a great time, right? And instead, you got Gerard Carmichael up there. It's like, hey, yeah, no, this is it. Who's mm-hmm. up next? What do you want? Yeah, now this yeah, bullshit. Yeah. Like, I mean, I didn't. This was not my choice to be. Like, I didn't. Not, not. It was his choice to be there, right? But it yeah, was like yeah, he, he I wasn't opted calling, to go. Yeah, I wasn't calling the Golden Globes, right? Like, yo, I got an idea, right? I'm gonna stand up here and I'm gonna tell everybody how it is, right? Mm-hmm. I want to go up there and tell the truth, like, uh, like Huey or whatever. Yeah, the same but situation. I, I think like, that in that moment, like, he kind of decided, like, because I, I do think Gerard did benefit from being quote safe and black a couple times. Yeah, you know I mean, I'll, I'll admit I that. think that's, that's how you get your own show. I think that's how you get in front of like different audiences and where it gets to the point where people accept you. Yeah, you if you got to position yourself to be like if the demographic that people are used to seeing, especially when it comes to people of your color, like when, mm-hmm. when people are looking at you, like especially for like people, of, it's like, OK, you're a black comedian, right? Then the, if you say you uh, we need a black comedian and people's heads. If you're looking for safe, right? You're like, okay, cool. Let's call Kevin Hart. Let's call Chris let's Rock. Call let's Kevin call Kevin Hart. Let's call Chris Rock. Yeah. Let's call like you know what uh, I mean. Let's not okay. call D Ray Davis. Let's call Lil Rel. Let's call, let's, let's let's call D Ray. Absolutely not. Let's call Lil Rel. You know. Mm-hmm. And you know, shout out to y'all. But you know, this is safe fish comedy. Let's call Hannibal. Let's call yeah, Hannibal. Let's call Hannibal. Because at so, the end of the know. day, like we can look at your audience. It's just like white people listen to what you're saying, and they can they can simultaneously be self self aware, but also like yeah. not responsible. Exactly. And granted, I don't think that white people are responsible for any of the crazy shit that has happened. But excuse me, white people colloquial not is it colloquial whatever yeah. local <laughs> like locally white people are not responsible for the issues going on. Yeah. No. Right. But as that. a idea, yes. Yeah, no, there's a select group of white people that are really kind of fucking it up. <laughs> like, yeah. and, and granted, one, like, you know, what I mean, like, you're, you're not also not fighting it or whatever, right? Like, or so, or things that you believe or beliefs that you hold. This is this is where the awareness comes in. This is where, like, you know, when Gerard comes out and says, you know, this is why it was called and things like that, because right. like, I was safe. Like, this is hey, look, be aware. Yeah, at the end of the day, you could have avoided this whole issue, and I think that's what he kind of wanted to, to to put out. Like at the end of the day, you could have avoided this whole uncomfortable situation just by getting another white person. Like, who gives a shit? Yeah, but you chose me because right. you thought, <laughs> this is gonna be the you thought I was gonna be doing. And I think that like for a lot of black people who have been put in that position to be safe, to be uh conceptually okay for like yeah. 
a lot of times like it's like, oh, well, this is your big shot. This is your golden opportunity right, right here. This is All you have to do is nail this and we'll give you yeah, everything. Nail this and don't worry about a thing from there. We're going to make sure that you get all the roles. We're going to make mm-hmm. sure you get all the MC and announcing positions. You'll be on Family Feud before we come. Right. Well, that's the weird thing about it. And this is not anti-white. In, 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 no, this in ain't anti. This ain't but anti- what I will say is it's like, feud. like you said what? This ain't anti-Steve Harvey on Family Feud. No, 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 no. Get the bag, nigga. But it's also Absolutely. just like, hey, with 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 Will Smith, like, yeah, you did that shit and that was embarrassing or whatever, and you should have never did it. But it's also like not entirely out of character for you no. to do shit like that. You slapped so, somebody on the red carpet like a few years before. Right. <laughs> and so why are we suddenly like, oh, now nah, you're a dangerous black man. But like you were cool with me years ago. Years when I was doing it on time. camera, when I was doing it to to reinforce uh, a narrative, or when I was doing it to reinforce like you know a story, nobody yeah. gave a fuck. Nah, I was like, like, if I'm if I'm motherfucking you know if if it, if I went from bad boys to fucking hitch, like you know, right. two different characters, two different very different dudes, you know, it, it it's a situation of like, oh, he's varied and he's got this ability to kind of be there, but not be too out there. There's not too much. Like there are some people like Cat Williams is not hosting the Golden Globes anytime. No, he will never. That's not a situation that we Cat, can put. Cat in. Williams will never get the Kevin Hart treatment because he's he's got fourteen felonies. More yeah, than he's Bell got and fourteen, and he's also just willing to talk about things that are like specifically yeah. cultural. And it, and he'll be the type of motherfucker that'll get up there and instead of like you know again giving it to you because Gerard Gerard Carmichael's like kind of the perfect person to just kind of stand up and give an orata- an oration about like <laughs> here's the problem. And, Here's where you should see right, it. Right, right, right. Like, in a very plain yeah. manner. You know what I mean? But people are still like, damn, we thought you were a funny guy. I thought you were going to come up here and be funny boy. Funny boy. Like, this is what we were expecting. You're not. We leaving. expected you to come up here and be the safe haven for the white consciousness. Yes. We were supposed to be doing this guilt free this go round. Right. You I know? thought we were guilt free as, right, as far as racial guilt goes. Like, you can come at our money, right? You mm-hmm. can come at our houses. You can come at all that kind of stuff. Because, well, don't you dare come from our mentality. Exactly. Don't 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 try to expose us because we're the good guys. You know, we mm-hmm. called you. You know, we called you. We wanted to see you do the funnies. Do the and funnies. Is, yeah, we wanted to come up here and tell the jokes, nigga. Oh no! I, and it, what's wild is, is that it, when you frame it like that, I was like, damn, I've been there. I've been. Yeah, we've I've, all I've been there. That. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know about we've all, but I've been there yeah. too. Yeah, but I, I was like, I've I've stepped into a group of individuals and it, like. Uh, or excuse me that one rap song comes on and it's like at a pep rally or something like that and you're standing there and everybody just looks at you like is it time for him to dance is he gonna mm-hmm. dance and then like i remember there was a time frame i was like yep that's my cue and here i am chugging a job yeah no i know all the dances look at me mm-hmm. so boy <laughs> well, look at me i know all the dances oh yo yo can you come up here and lead this yeah go to the cha-cha slide you just grab the microphone yeah mm-hmm. no it's gonna be good he's moving so well He's so graceful. And every moment that they pass the mic to you and they say, yeah, come read Martin Luther King speech or every time they come up to you and they say, hey, come do this. It's giving you the opportunity to be like, hey, diffuse yourself, diffuse mm-hmm. yourself as a, as a as a young black male. Remove the 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 terrifying like well, remove all forms of like threat, like, you know, make sure that we know that you we got you. Right. And I mean, not it's not always like that, because, of course, some people really do believe that they're providing opportunity. And right. to a degree it is, because I know for damn well, I've benefited off the fact that I was willing to get up and be a fucking jelly bean. Right. right. I was to, willing to, to get up there and, like, give you yeah. what you kind of wanted from this experience. You know what I mean? 
And yeah, I, I mean, jelly bean minstrel, like I don't put them in the like. I don't think they're the same thing. Yeah, I was I definitely think. not gonna call myself a fucking minstrel. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> I, and, and granted, you gotta remember, like jelly bean is a very local term between like you, me, villain, a yeah, couple no, of my I friends. You know what I mean, it's too sweet, man. Hard, right, but like a nigga that's like too sweet. He goes in there yeah. and he's like, okay, I'm willing to do the dance. I'm willing to teach the white kids how to soldier boy real quick or how I'm to fucking. It. Yo, I'm letting some things slide, man. Get them off, Connor. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's all cool. Connor doesn't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Colin, Colin doesn't Colin's know. Colin's a cool kid. Yo, Blaze, he's a good dude, he's man. He's a good kid, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm willing to validate you. I'm a gay to you. You're going to give the you gonna give Shout out pass. to Gator, by Not the way. Not the pass, like, pass, but like you're going to give them a little bit of a leeway to kind of be themselves. And, I, and granted, that's a very valuable position because I do think that like a lot of Caucasian white people, whatever, whatever, um, people overstep their boundaries but they don't know that they're overstepping their boundaries right so and this is a guy i hate to preface this because we shouldn't have to but like i'm basically saying like this is just from experience you can only speak from like you know and, and the thing is being like in the in those circles right spending a lot of time around white people i can't say i spent time around every white people but every white person every out white there. people every <laughs> every white person out there but you know speaking from experience this is like this is what you excuse me this is what we're doing is just speaking from experience is like, okay, I can only tell you how white people have responded to me over time. I can only mm-hmm. tell you how this is expect, like how this has made my experience in dealing with people in whites mm-hmm. or what I've observed from the whites, you know, mm-hmm. whites. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I, I get what you're saying. Like, yeah, you get around like a certain. A, yeah. It's basically a little disclaimer. It was like, yo, you no, know, I get it. And it's a disclaimer, but it's also just like, Hey, they don't need it. <laughs> no, I'm, I, I think it does need it. Oh. I mean, because like now that we've kind of got like our black audience kind of locked in and like we're we're speaking directly to them and their experience and they're speaking directly to us, and our experience, yeah. blah, blah, blah. There are a lot of people who have just outright rejected white culture. Because like now that we're in like the black yeah. anime space yeah, or like the black net, nah, I'm not going to say the black nerd, but like the black anime space in particular, there are black anime fans that get to enjoy anime without ever interfacing with white people i see and that that that's a situation of like and granted yeah anime is also like asian culture it's not fucking white culture either but for years it was white nerd culture exactly and because of that or because it was not necessarily widely accepted as like culture right it was just okay this is white nerd culture right and being into that as a young black male meant that you were into white shit yeah. And so, again, and, white shit. We've heard this quotation a million times. Right. But, but I, I, I am one of the last. I mean, I don't think I'm one of the last, but I am a person who believes that there is such a thing as white people shit. So. Oh, yeah. No, we, we define it easily. We define it very easily. And it's usually some kind of, hey, we're going to swim with the hippos. Usually, no, no, or, or just like, you know, what I mean, like just shit that like you can do without consideration or having like cultural about, critique. Yeah, exactly. It's That's like, oh, white people shit. Up. I can operate without ever having to think that this is my my people on my back. Like I right. can operate as an individual. Or nobody's ever going to criticize me for what I'm doing at all times. Whatever I do is going to be put into an entirely different space and category because it's only the thing that I did. It wasn't mm-hmm. me black doing the thing that I did. Mm-hmm. And sure, like because of that, like I I'll admit we frame shit sometimes. We used to frame things as like because I'm black, right, or as mm-hmm. black. And that hell, I remember when that was like one of my only jokes. It was like the go-to thing. It was like, oh well, you know, I can come up and now I'm, I'm getting off all the black jokes, you know. 
things about black people. Black people do. Yeah, remember back in the fucking nineties with black Def Jam was like black people do this and they do that. They move like this. Yeah, yeah, that that was a whole genre of joke. White people walk. White people walk like this. Black people, they walk like this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And like we all get it. We all get that joke. It all makes sense. Yeah, it makes so much sense now. It's ridiculous. It's like okay, well, it's cliche now. It's like okay, cool. It's a trope. It's a big trip. Yeah, we expect yeah. that. You know what I mean? Like that's not being edgy. That's not being different. That's not being daring. Yeah. But like that still that genre of joke still exists. That genre of like interaction still exists. Yeah. And if you'll notice that the people that they call for the Golden Globes, the people that don't typically or that have moved out of that style of comedy that have moved in. Like Kevin Hart was basically like a, a, a if you watch Kevin Hart specials from like the stuff that he's released publicly. Like it, like from the beginning all the way up, like you'll see the evolution, you'll see the cleaning up, you'll see like I was like, okay, we're making this safer and safer. The yeah, unniggerification, the unniggerification of Kevin Hart's comedy, and that's that's I mean that 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 does sound fucked up, but I do think like as you as you grow, want to make as you want to make stuff that you can play on fucking Disney, as you want to make not Disney because he, he you can still play does. with Disney, but the, yeah. the, the good thing about Kevin, like, I'm, and I respect Kevin, I respect the fuck out of Kevin. Absolutely, that's what I'm saying. This is not a this is not a dig at Kevin for like unniggerifying his unniggerifying his uh, right. content. Maybe we should say I'm black, but um, <laughs> but um, like when it comes to Kev, especially, it's like, hey. He started doing that, then he became white friendly, and now he's gradually becoming less white friendly over yeah. time with his own personal thing. And that's kind of like the arc there, because we've never had that. We've never had um like the opportunity the young, to young safe up- black comedian that was like uh, I mean you had that you had Cindy Poitier. Cindy Poitier is safe as fuck for white people. He is, but he's like a young safe actor. Like, I mean, it was like Yes, he was an actor, but it's the same I guess entertainer, same situation. It was like Jimi Hendrix pick- is a safe black. Man, absolutely he was like oh we can pull him right over here to uk like he's right. he fits right in, in london like you know it's you know no I mean? problem sam yeah. cook is debatably a fucking safe black man martin luther king is yeah a i mean safe sam, black i would man. say that sam cook died not trying to be that see i yeah. think sam cook realized beforehand like or before like he got to oh well, no i'll say like after the coca cabana situation and things like that like which blah 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 if you don't know about that fucking sam Cook thing you know um is that like you realize that you're being safe and that you've been playing it safe and that you've been called out for playing it safe or that you're too accessible, you know, exactly that you're not giving like you're not putting forth the list of demands that's going to help the rest of us back here. Mm-hmm. Like there's nothing about your example that you're setting and nothing about the the way that you are dealing with these people that is going to open doors for anybody behind you. It's literally just like, hey, look, the, your trajectory is fantastic. And you're mm-hmm. creating a example. Or you're, you're creating a iconic figure in our culture. But what's not happening is, is that like you're progressing the, this culture to anywhere. Yeah, but like you're progressing us. And this is where like Dave Chappelle makes the point about the Jews. This is where, you know, everybody in your neighborhood screams about the the Indian guy that owns the fucking gas station. Right. Like, is that, I mean, I, I always put that shit in very misplaced anger. That, well, like, that's like, what I'm saying. It's like you're misplaced mm-hmm. anger because all they're doing is is trying to help each other. Like they just look down and said, oh, OK, cool. Like, you know, if I've got a if I've got a store, right, I've learned yeah. how to do that. Then I'll put my homie on because there's a store up the road that's foreclosing. Never mind that the store that's foreclosing is a mom and pop shop that was feeding the community for a very long time. But those people can't afford it anymore. And the mm-hmm. thing is that opportunity is supposed to be everywhere and equal. So when that when you know when 
when an Indian person moves in or when somebody takes over that store, it can have a bad rap because people feel like, you know, you know, people oh, are yeah, trying to it came in here. It's going to try to displace us. It's going to try to exactly. get us out of And right. so like when it comes to, I think, you know, unniggerifying your, 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 or, or positioning yourself in the, uh, I, I made that point And then I'm like, oh shit, like I'm trying to make I think the you just heard yourself say unniggerifying out loud. And I was like, Ooh, <laughs> that sounds, that sounds rough. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think I just got it. I got all the diatribe about the fact that like when you come in and you make something like you. Oh, no, sorry. It's just about helping. It, it's about helping um, the motherfuckers that look like you, like mm-hmm. your people that come from your race. It's not about and everybody's going to do that, whether you're black, yeah. white, Hispanic, the whole nine. You're going to oh, everybody because that's something that that's something that we've 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 it's, talked it's about. Tribalism. Not, yeah, we've not we've not necessarily exhibited that as like a black culture in a while like it's been i mean we still do no we definitely do black nepotism is finally becoming a thing well that's what i'm saying like it, it's well no yeah i mean it's a, it's a thing now but it wasn't i, I would say yeah, that, yeah for a while there was no benefit to doing it but like now it's kind of a, a little bit easier well, that's because i think that's what's kind of getting us in like a fucked up not not fucked up but like in an odd situation because like we finally have the opportunity to be like okay we can make it equal or we can tip the scale mm, i see and I mean, this is where this is where I think the situation of people not playing it is safe. Comes and even then, we can't tip the scale really. But I, we I think Gerard Carmichael right. has the ability to step out and not play it safe and not be the safe black guy on screen and on camera because there's did. so many there's so many more opportunities that can be afforded by people that are okay with what he said. That by people that are basically like, and that's like what's wild. I guess it's using the the strategy of your enemy against them because the thing is that was the situation with like, wow, no, don't go that way. Because I was I was gonna start talking about Catholic priests. <laughs> I mean, fuck it, do it. Oh no, but I like I, I think it's related more to like politics and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like you know, if you got a, a random crazy fucked up take, right? But you got other people that feel like that fucked up take is fine, and they yeah, got money. Yeah. Or they like you put yourself. I in can double down over there, and I can get these yeah. niggas on this board, and they're gonna ride extra hard, like harder because than niggas who don't even care. Exactly. So by Gerard Carmichael saying, "Okay, cool, I'm gonna stand up. I'm not safe. I'm not the safe black man." Then people are like, "Oh, well, you know what? I see that these are opportunities to give. Like, these are opportunities to say, okay, well, you can participate here, participate there, but uh, it also puts you in a weird situation where it like ostracizes you or black. It doesn't blacklist you because I." I have a feeling that Gerard. Well, I don't know. After that, you think Gerard Carmichael is going to be able to? I get definitely him, think like, Gerard is like blacklisted come. after that. But I also think he doesn't care. Yeah, I think that was the like at the end of the day. I don't think that was ever a worry in his head that like, oh, I'm going to get blacklisted for this because obviously he is for the way that he put it out there. But I was just like, man, I don't think TBS is ever going to get that nigga another one. But I, I'd have had to. Well, no, because his, his show already got canceled, so it's just yes. like, all right, well, if it's already gone and I've already been canceled, I've done everything that I wanted to do. But people I mean, get canceled and get new shows all the time. That's one thing. That's yeah. daytime television. Like, you know, that's why we like Kevin even Jack. Little Rail. Little Rail got his show canceled, but he's still like, you know what I mean? And it, it doesn't necessarily have to be about anything like that. nigga got his show canceled and had a whole goddamn special. Like, yeah, no, no. But like, he, had a leather, he had a leather clothes special. Like, you know, that's yeah. the big. That's, that's a huge. A big, that's hey, a big one, one day, shit. one day we will go ahead and have a breakdown of the levels when you go through in comedy and stuff like that, especially in black comedy. Because once you get to the leather special, it don't have to be a leather, oh, yeah, be a leather shit jacket. It can be leather pants. <laughs> once you be, go to the leather special, when you wearing some leather shit, oh yeah. yeah. Oh no, this is this is where you try to put on. You let people know, oh, I made it. Yeah, I I'm different it. now. <laughs> I'm but, uh, different. There's levels to this shit, and and I hate to like because. 
No, I don't hate to because I didn't do it. I didn't. I wasn't the purpose, the person that separated media out like this. Like I wasn't the individual that made like as like the reason that we have different medias and different like um, the categories of media mm-hmm. and shit like that. Different like, genres, almost. Yeah, the Golden Globes is not a black award show. Like it's mm-hmm. not. It was never. It was never that the case, right? And the Golden Globes is not even high on the tier list of motherfuckers. Like it's not. Is it e? Like if you get an egot, right? Like mm-hmm. an EGOT, you get an Emmy. I guess that is Golden a, no, Globe, Emmy. Oscar, no, it's a Grammy. Antonio. It's a Grammy. The Golden Globe isn't even on the thing. I was giving me Grammy or yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is it Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, or a Tony? Right? Mm-hmm. Nobody's saying shit about the Golden Globes, right? Mm-hmm. It's not even on there. Like they just called on nigga just because. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that is, I was just still wild. It's not even listed in the top tier of awards and shit, right? But the people that care about it, right? They went back and funded Gerard Carmichael. And I'm just like, he was willing to stomp on those relationships just to say, I don't, but the thing is, and, and this is like almost conspiracy territory. It's like, I think that stepping out of that safety is a part of the safe black pipeline. Yeah. I mean, like either, well, hold on stepping because that's interesting because the thing is that we we set the we set the tone with like kevin hart right it was like okay mm-hmm. he was stepping into the safety right like he yes stepped, he, he stepped into this i think set, stepping into the safety is part of the pipeline gotcha. right like but then gerard starts working like, with bo burnham the whole nine like that and i'm not talking shit about anybody but like no. you know gerard starts working with bo burnham uh dave Chappelle starts working with netflix the whole nine they step yeah. into the thing and right. then they step out of it but not too far Right, okay. like that way you can bunch of stuff about the trans and right. You say, you say stuff about trans people, or you say stuff about celebrities, or you say stuff okay. about you know whatever, right? Yeah, and then you can just eke your way back in. You know I'm saying without ever truly leaving. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're still you're still existing in this space. But I hold on one second. Sorry about that. I had to step out real quick. You know, you know, living in the hood, you got people that come knock on the door, checking in on stuff. But as I was saying. Like you have these these areas of like, okay, you, you step into safety, you you have a thing where you step out of safety, you know, you, you say some wild shit and you get like put on the back burner and stuff. But I'm like, you look at this and we, we're really giving the examples in like a celebrity like mindset. It was like these are these are people who are like, you know, well known. You can kind of go through and you can look at the trajectory of this stuff. But like being a young black male, right? Being like deciding between the safety of you know not, not safety no, i get what you're saying but like get get deciding between like um the accept yeah the accept, accept, well, like because like you when, you're, when you're young safe because like as a nigga who's been young safe and black you've been young yeah. safe and black i've been I, young safe and black it's mm-hmm. just like you're not making the decision to be a safe space for like white people or a safe yeah. space for white ideals but you are being a little bit more lenient than somebody else Absolutely. And it's a situation of looking at it and going, my environment, especially when when the stakes are different, right? Because Gerard Carmichael, right, he's got money, right? But I mean, he's his career is here, but at the same time, it's like he's going to continue to work. That's just kind of where it's at. He's yeah, kind of I don't think they're gonna fire him for anything he did. Exactly. Any anybody that he's currently got partnerships with or he's working with that he really gives a fuck about, I don't think they're they're looking to pull him out of any of that kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Dave Chappelle, right? He's he's locked in with Netflix. He's making multiple specials. He's going to have opportunities to give more takes and more Even information. Even if it took damn near twenty years to get there, but go on. Absolutely, but I mean, like Netflix wasn't what it was twenty years ago, and mm-hmm. you know there was there, he's he made the point of there was no Netflix at the time. So like, you know, true, now true. that there is, he's moving different. He can only move the way he can 
in the space. Um, like I said, he was three specialists signed up, signed in, and he told them all in a multi, like a, a multi-tiered story. So right. like people took part of the story and was like, okay, well, where do we go from here? Like all culminating in the closer where he, you know, talks about forgot. I think it's Danny, the, the trans woman, you know, blah, blah, blah. I don't mm-hmm. want to rehash the closer, but basically like he had an opportunity. Netflix was like, yeah, we'll give you the, the slack to tell your story. Right. We know that we're going to, you know, probably somewhere along this line, you're going to step on some toes, but we're going to go ahead and let you cook. Right. We mm-hmm. give you that much space. Right. We're not looking for safety. We're not looking for safe black men. We've been showing people fucking on screen forever. Like, you know, we use gratuitous sex and a great we deal made a way for us to do that. Yeah. This is the platform where you can do that. Right. We, you don't have to be you're not Comedy Central. So, you know, mm-hmm. we're not trying to in perpetuity, in perpetuity you. So when it comes to this, just say what you want to. We're not expecting safe, which is why I think sometimes like when I gravitated some of them towards a lot of my friends, because it wasn't a situation of them needing me to be a validating factor, not they weren't needing me yeah. to like give them the experience in blackness. Right. That was never a situation there. It was more so, oh, we're all into the same things we share. Like we, we share similar con like similar interests and we're able to joke and laugh. Right. And the fact that I'm black, it holds little to no bearing on you guys, but it's funny. No, not on you personally, but it does do something for your social currency. Yeah. I mean, having a black friend. Yeah. But I mean, having a black friend that's willing to vouch for you. Yeah. Absolutely. But I like what I'm saying is that in the time frames of needing, I've never needed to vouch for any of the motherfuckers. That's the thing. That's cap. Who did I? Who? Oh, maybe. Okay. Well, I'm trying to think. Have I had to vouch for like maybe once, twice? Maybe? maybe maybe once or twice. Cause like once again, when you have white friends that aren't versed. Oh like, well, yeah. Like, I was about to say they have they'll say ignorant. shit that they have some, th- never mind. I take that back. Like they have said some I've I've had some niggas say some ignorant shit and I've had to kind of like, hey, no, like this is actually no. Yeah, he, he know he don't think like that for real, for real. But like at the end of the day, like, yeah, you're still gonna come across people that deal with that shit. And I think that on a more local basis, yes. and that's on advice, what you're gonna I mean, deal with. Yeah, and on a vice versa situation, like my association with some of these white kids has kept me out of trouble. Mm. And I, I mean, I've taken full advantage. Agreed. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can never, like, you, know, taking, you can never downplay that. My my yeah. association with this person or that person might have kept me from getting. Yeah, no, trouble. I mean, like, yeah, we have we have two very similar stories, right? Of some local downtown shit, right? Mm-hmm. And the big difference is, is I was running around with a couple of white guys, and you were running around with a Filipino dude. Yeah. And, you know, that that's the that's the big difference there is that, like, suddenly the 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 interaction between you and the police officer was different, well, different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Agreed. 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 People going to look at you and be like, oh, you're 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 doing different shit. Like, or, yeah. or I'm expecting different shit from you. But exactly. even even more so, just like, you know, and I think in the online landscape, especially like you can say oh, no, something. That's, that's the pod right there, because like day to day friendship is different because like yeah, I'm day to day. I'm looking in your face like, you know, I'm trying to fucking right. I can. I understand you. you personally. Yeah. No. Online, though, as far as trying to be like, there are some guys that are safe black spaces. There are some pages, brands, people that make themselves safe spaces for, you know, young white kids. And mm-hmm. that shit can get real zesty. That shit can be real zesty in there. Like, I don't know if zesty is the word, but I feel you. <laughs> I'm saying that it can get hairy. It can can get a little odd. Yeah, and you can spend a lot of times either like arguing, uh, arguing in forums, and and being the person that's like, oh well, hold on, control's coming. (laughs) Because I I mean, as a nigga who like, I want um the culture, my culture, your culture, whatever. I want the culture to think more critically. So like, I'll look at a point and be all like, hey. I understand he said that, but please don't take that shit like at the at the bare social like surface level. Let's 
expound on it. What does he really mean by that shit? What is he intending on saying? Where are we trying thing- to? Oh, go ahead. No, no, you first. Oh no, I was like, you know, what is that? What are they trying to make you aware of? You know, mm-hmm. that's the situation of like, hey, look, there's a reason why they came out and they came with this energy, right? And this is to either make you aware of something or to get a point across right. to you. And, and now, so- now that I'm kind of like older, like I kind of assess, like, okay, like, yeah, you're trying to make me aware of something. But how valuable is it for me to be aware of it in this particular context? But what I was going to say earlier was like, um, shit, and I forgot. Never mind. Forget. forget, forget I mean, I I got, that's what happens. Like you say, like, yeah, go ahead. Because I'm like, oh, one of us is going to forget this point. But that's yeah, probably just be like that. But I, I feel like what you were saying was a little bit more valuable. So either way. And that's it. Value is a value is a subjective. Determined. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, but what I'll say to this, though, is like in in making the determination for yourself right uh because there, there's a degree of people that say like you should step into the safety when you can and when it's beneficial for you right mm-hmm. but then i think that there's moments where it, stepping out of the safety is beneficial to not just you it's beneficial to joe blow down the street like excuse me this could be beneficial to more than just you this could be beneficial to everybody right yeah like, i agree i agree I, I think right now that, that that's kind of getting crazy because like as we progress, right, like as as um nerd culture kind of grew, like when we were coming up, like eight, like nine eighties, nineties, up to like the mid twenty tens, in order to interface with nerd culture, you had to interface with white culture. Right? Yeah, it was a situation of like you're going to be in these spaces, so yeah. you, like you can't do anything but be prepared to discuss this kind right. of stuff. You have to discuss it, and you have to like learn how to navigate it because at the end of the day, you're not going to stop liking what you like. And you're just gonna have to learn how to like survive in this shit, right? Yeah. But now that like the black nerd culture or like you know, uh like, like any person of color nerd culture has persisted, there are plenty of people out here who don't have to interface with it the same way. So how do you kind of explain to them where you stand, or how do you become a role model to them with you yeah. holding these like peaceful ass values when you're never giving an opportunity to say like hey you don't have to be safe like yeah. the situation is is like if you choose well, granted to- you personally you yeah. and your generation me and my generation we do think to ourselves we have to be safe oh yeah but that's because it was a defense mechanism it's a mm-hmm. situation not just a defense mechanism it's a uh, uh, self-preservation it's mm-hmm. making sure that like okay cool like in the environments that i'm putting i'm never being made to be or put out as a threat it's a situation of like, okay, no one is going to take like no one's going to take me and just my presence, right, and turn it into some kind of issue or problem, right? It's, it's, well, excuse not no one is, but like I'm doing my best to it's make not, sure. Yeah, I'm I'm taking control of my own image, and exactly. I'm thinking about what I'm doing before I'm I do it. Curate, I'm going to curate how I'm mm-hmm. behaving to make sure that you. And I do think that makes you a more mindful person online in real life, the whole nine. Yeah, no, and I don't think that's a bad thing to be self-aware, right? Right, but that's going away. Yeah, people are just like, oh, no, you should be able to just say whatever the fuck you want to. Right, and And they're not wrong. Other people will let you know how they're going to fucking take it. And if you just decide how that affects you. Because that's my thing, though. Like, these guys are like, oh, we don't care. You know, all yeah, that because it's shit. like, oh, I can't affect how I can't really change how a person is going to feel about what I say. Right. You know, and also, like, I don't want to perpetuate a culture where you what you have to say or what you think is the dominant. You know what I mean? And yeah. like, how do you survive in a world where 
that's how you kind of came up the whole time. Like you just accepted this is the dominant and this is how you navigate when Here's this the majority. Thing is the I just have to exactly I just have to continue to rock with the majority and exist in the best way possible. Right. But now you get to be your own subculture. You get to be your own thing. How do you navigate in that? Because I think that's where a lot of that off. Because people are just like, hey, the algorithms are going to kind of automatically veer you off into your own setups anyway. But I mean, even like even in black nerd culture, like um, people who are older interfacing with like younger people, like there's there's that disconnect. You know, what I mean, like they're they're the people like, like, what do you mean bullying? Right. Like, I don't give a fuck about that. That's not a real thing. You know what I mean? Like, talking about genre, like, like, this is music. Yeah, right. Or even just like outside of just like that, or or even just like, because there's a lot of black nerds now that like don't interface with like the grander nerd culture, and there's no intersection because of that. And there's a there's a degree of black nerds out here that said that have never really had to deal with what white nerd like white nerddom, right? Yeah. Or how ignorant and socially inept that shit is. Yeah, and there's, I mean, again, I don't think that that's a bad thing. I think that's kind of how. I think it's a great thing, but it's also just like, oh, there's a there's going to be a disconnect because some people's experiences are not going to line up, and it used to be a a thing where it was universal. Yeah. How how much of how much of this knowledge should I impart to them? Yeah. Because like this was this a part of not going to persist for them. And this is a part of evolving in the show is realizing it was like, oh, you know, as we got out like deeper and deeper into the the, the blur trenches, it was like, oh, yeah. OK, yeah. The perspective is not always being on the outskirts, it's not always mm-hmm. about like the fun that was made. It's not about the chip on your shoulder that was developed in the community that you pulled together to be your own subgenre. It's like, oh, some people just enjoy this stuff and got to enjoy this because their parents come from a generation of like acceptance or like, oh, they just like the like, shit. Yeah, or because it was never like it's like oh, all my cousins and all my friends—they're all black. But yeah, we also do Naruto runs, and we also like this kind of stuff. And right. it was never white culture to us; it's Asian culture. It was yeah. never. Yeah. But I think that that's the difference between like anime and the other nerd shit. Because like outside of just like anime, there's other nerd. Oh, absolutely! Like you know, cartoons, involved. gaming, things like that. Like cartoons, gaming, D and D, tabletop, all that other shit. Yeah, like. But the weird thing about game is that, that everybody would go to the arcade by the time the arcades were really around. Right. Was, but at the same time, like who you interface with is different. Yeah, definitely. I could say that as well. Like, you know, who where, where you were, like as far as the game, like what games you were playing. I don't, mm-hmm. I'm not a I don't know game. about the games, but like, I was gonna say, I wasn't gonna just second. when you decided to go up there and be like, all right, let me get my turn or where you're going to go do so, you know. Right. I can't like I wish I I wish I would have asked or even what time. Yeah, I, I wish I would have asked our pops more questions about where he was playing Pac-Man and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what what the experiences was when it came to that, because I don't I've not a, had enough chances to talk to like OG nerds from cabinet days where it was like, you know, hey, what, what was the segregation situation? I was like at the right. you know, I mean, the granted, segregation was, quote, dead. Yeah, I'm not the time the 70s popped up, but like you still had it. You yeah, the cat, it. like, you know, what, what, what was the clicks like? You know, was there mm-hmm. was like, this is a white the black guys man. come up and play Pac Man type shit? Yeah. Or like, what, what were the black men, you know, getting up and getting into? Was it always Street Fighter? Was it always Mortal Kombat? Is that why we gravitate towards fighting games? Or is it the competition that we enjoy? Like, you know, anything that we can be, you know, yeah, is it, the best is it, is it that. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. That's, that's where we get into the factors that are outside of our race that you know make us like these things, right? That, that we get to the factors that are outside of you know the the way we grew up or who our parents are that made us like these things is why we have so much intersectionality amongst these groups. 
We, we have like the, there are there are so many layers to these things. It's just how we experience them and who we experience them with can vastly affect like, you know, the community that you attempt to build. Mm-hmm. And you, you find yourself looking up and saying, oh, wow, you know, you're this way and you like it like you're this way and you like that way. Very true. Very true. And I'm not I'm not against what you're saying at all, but I am I am just like, hey, there's still like subsets in the nerd community the community in general as a whole that still like more or less segregate people and yeah definitely and it becomes know. a situation of you having to figure out where you, like how to present yourself in these areas. right but like how 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 necessary of a skill is that and are people being prepared to deal with that aspect of camouflage chameleon type right. situation or are we just never gonna permeate those spaces yeah, and it's like these just it's like you know what I mean like you know I've told you before like the reason I don't fucking play Magic the Gathering and Dungeons and Dragons or anything because else like that is like that if you're played. outside of the local like it's hard for a nigga that look like me or a nigga that act like me to get in that circle. Exactly, the jokes don't land the same way. The mm-hmm. reception is not always the, the reception is not always the same. You know, the culture is it, it just doesn't. It's the not the same. Not always right. The same. Right. And and, and so, you know what I mean I see it like there's more niggas playing Dungeons and Dragons and there's n- more niggas playing well, I won't say that but there's more niggas playing Magic the Gathering Magic and there's more niggas sure. doing shit like yeah. that. Like, yeah, I mean you see you're seeing you're seeing more and more faces like you know we we're we're seeing more and more like uh individuals feeling like it's okay to get out there and it's not just a token thing. Like, you know, I'll say Lou Wilson, he's the only black guy on on Dimension 20 screen, but I don't feel like at any moment that he's like tokenized or anything like that. He gets a black joke off from time to time, but it's never a thing of like. Right. But I think that because you're closer to that culture than I am. Oh, that I don't. You're more willing to to kind of write that pass. Yeah, that's super true. Like, it's like some other people would say like, yo, no, no, he's definitely getting down with that white shit. Mm-hmm. And that would be, you know, again, their prerogative, but that becomes a situation of like, what spaces are you choosing to be in? What spaces are you trying to cultivate? You know, mm-hmm. and I hope that in this case and in dissecting this with other things like we haven't I don't worry about necessarily turning anybody off, but I hope giving a people opportunity to kind of think back to what their spaces and what their circles are like, you know, and whether or not you're being safe. Like if you're a young black male, are you being safe? Like a, a, a are you a safe space for people? How do you feel about that? Or white culture? Exactly. Like, how do you feel about that? Are you okay with that? Do you feel like you're trying to steer people in a decent direction? If that's your case, like some people take that as a prerogative, be like, yo, you know, I just want to continue to make like more advocates. I want to continue to like Mm -hmm. get more people interested and aware so that they can kind of operate differently or, you know, put themselves in spaces to make more niggas comfortable. Right. Or vice Mm -hmm. versa, where it's like, you know, Hey, look, I just want to make sure that, you know, niggas understand is like you know you got to be a certain way out there because i mean for a good chunk of time people are like no there's a business relation there's a business uh not acumen there's a business component to it yeah yeah. there's yeah. a business component to the situation so you know there's a degree of ignorance that you want to show but there's also something you want to step back on and it's like everybody's got to kind of look at the image and the place that they're putting in there like 21 savage love him to death but he's always going to have some gun bars. He's always going to have like these type of things. But at the same time, he can also be the type of nigga that one day could cook with Martha Stewart. Like the same way that Snoop is like, you could be the equivalent of that type of dude once he gets to be his you know, 40s, 50s and starts doing. I mean, I granted, I, I'll venture to say that Snoop was safe by the time he was in his 30s. But definitely like I, I was like, this is movie Snoop we're talking about. Like, yeah, right. Exactly. Movie Snoop, movie Ice Cube, the whole nine. Yeah. 
eventually you get to the point where like people look at you and you're like, oh, you're just this guy. Yeah. You know and I mean, I mean? That, that becomes with the territory. You just continuously show them that you're not like, you know, you, you continue. Well, I mean, what, what does it mean to show them that you're not if you're benefiting? And that's my big thing with like safe black people or like people who opt to be or go the safe route. It's like, hey, um, you're, you're you're opting to go this direction because it's beneficial for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I got you. You you make the you make the business choices. It's like, hey, look, this is what the, this is the image. This right. is what's hot. This is what's making the money. This is what I'm choosing to eat on. Right. But that well, does I mean, not make it me. Like, right? I'm the well-spoken token, and I choose to make this like content con- like directed towards broke black nerds or broke nerds. Like, that's the type of thought process I'm looking for. But like, who knows? Thirty years down the line, I might want to look at like it was like, well, I'm rich nerd now. You know. Mm-hmm. I'm rich nerd now, so now I want to show you what rich nerd isn't like. You know, it was like here's here's my you know fucking teching cabinet. I got this over here, and I'm running this. You know, Kaiser Nat can't. You always might want to turn your shit aspirational. I think. Yeah, exactly. One day that could be the that could be the case, but it depends on the trajectory, right? If I find myself in a, a state of affluence, I can't continue to play games I couldn't play because I was broke. Now right. it's games I'm, I'm playing just because I'm rich. Mm-hmm. I bought a fucking 3D tread. I bought a, a VR treadmill, and now I'm out here. Right. You know, now I'm over here, VR treadmill guy. <laughs> but that's, that's fair. The, that's fair. Yeah. Shout out, shout out VR treadmill. I know it's a thing, but like I, I just keep, keep imagining somebody with an Oculus Quest and a fucking elliptical. Right. Just like right. Running. Either way. But uh, man, I think we kind of hashed this. Uh, I, I'm, I'm excited about all this like new shit that we're getting ready to put on with the podcast and things to that degree. Uh, I'm still, you know, shout out, trying to make it a safe space for everybody because I don't think there's anything wrong with being safe to a degree or making you know people feel at home or welcome with you. I think there's a difference in that, and I don't want anybody to misconstrue that. You know, it's like there's still there's still room. Yeah, I, I mean, as long as you don't build a space specifically for a specific group. Yeah, and I mean by specific group, I mean like white people or exactly. like a group that's not the one that you belong to. You yeah. know what I mean. <laughs> And I, exactly like if you're going to build a space, you know, hey, don't necessarily say like, you know, I'm the white guy and I'm the advocate for blacks. You well, know? I'm the I'm the black guy that's the advocate for the whites. Yeah, I exactly. think that's wrong. That's well, like, if you're the black guy that's the advocate for everybody. That's perfectly fine. Yeah. This is the situation of like if you're going to go ahead and try to segregate, don't segregate on based on like the race situation, you know, try to pick a genre or a category or a niche. It's a little bit easier that way. If we're gonna be caricatures, right? Let's not just make them one-dimensional caricatures. Let's let's have these people represent different layers of this shit. That's why the boondocks works. That's why mm-hmm. some, that's why some things work, some things don't. Some things come off as awful, some things come off as really cool. Other than that, though, thank you so much for checking out the pod. Brother, you got anything extra you want to yeah, say? I got nothing. Just it? check out the socials, check out the social media, uh, check out the YouTube, uh, check out the you know, yeah, we got to check out the, the backlog. Twitter, get out the Twitter. Get on the backlog. Yeah, check out check out the other episodes. If you like this episode, you can check out other episodes that are a lot like it or completely different. You know what I mean? It's a it's plethora of shit. There's a whole plethora of content for you here. Thank you so much, everybody, for clicking on the pod today. We love you. It's the well spoken token, and we out. Mm-hmm.